Welcome to the No Negations Podcast, a faith-based podcast that connects real-world situations and thoughts. The scriptures just strengthen you. On this episode, we're talking about God's purpose, our mission, so let's dive into it. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of No Negations Podcast. Daryl D. Sullins Jr. is here. And DS Ninja is in the house. Ayla, did you even say your name? Yes, I did. I said Ayla Sullins. I was laughing though because you're talking at the speed of light. (laughs) (laughs) I have a time. I have a time to hit Ayla. You don't. You don't do do. it that fast. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. (laughs) She won't know because you you haven't been on the last. (laughs) 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 No, I usually do it like that. Dang. You don't go that fast. Somebody been sipping on a Haterade milkshake. <laughs> Do I not go that fast? I end at the same time. That was pretty fast. And I know our intro is always 24 seconds. Yeah, I hit it on I hit it on time. Yeah, you did about 12 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it was super fast. <laughs> you speaking in tongues? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, how was you guys' weeks? Who goes first? I'm so off. Me. How was your week? <laughs> it was good. Do you remember it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I no, I don't remember it. Mm, okay. But it was, I think this weekend, I could say about this weekend, this weekend seemed more relaxing to me than normal for some reason. And I got, oh, yeah, I do. I got a lot of stuff done. As far as like a project at the house, I feel like we're going, getting closer and closer to the other baby getting here. So, mm. and my goal is to do like one project a week because we have stuff to get done. Hmm. Dad, how was your week? It was great, but I got a question for y'all. Uh, this time in 2024, are we going to be talking about another baby coming or something? I just, I just want to know because it seems like <laughs> y'all on a roll. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember when I asked that question after Dez, y'all was like, "Not yet." I mean, we, yeah, but that wait, because we always planned on having one more kid at least, but, mm-hmm. but now it's kind of like. Okay. Um, it's the last one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless it's in God's will for us to have another one, I really don't know. Yeah, okay. So you said if it's God's purpose versus <laughs> our mission. <laughs> oh man. Um, no, my week. My week was great. It was really good. Um, it's getting close to the release date. Um, the compilation book. Uh, I went to a tournament, first tournament of the year in Fredericktown, Ohio. Um, it was a great tournament. It was a little different from the other tournaments, the competitions and the rules. Uh, but it was good. And I got a lot of invitations for upcoming tournaments for me to attend. And I got some uh, requests for speaking events. I was about to say, you didn't get any awards or anything like that this week? No. <laughs> I was telling somebody at the gym about you. I was like, dude, I feel like every week, because we were talking about the podcast, 
And I was like, every week he comes in and talks about, I got this award, I got this certificate, I got this seminar just booked every single week. This is wild. But I was like, it was wild. You had called me, I think it was this week, and he was like, D, I just booked 10 seminars for this year. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Yeah. I booked 11. You the man. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, How was your week? My week was good. That's actually really good. Like, you know how last week when I was talking about, like, um, trying to figure things out and if this was, like, in God's plan and what, you know, that type of stuff. As far as bringing on other trainers. Yeah, that and a few other things as far as, like, what was going on in the facility. Everything that I needed to kind of happen kind of happened. So, that's a a thank you, God, for that. Hold on. Let me get the, the clap. The clap. Where's the applause? <laughs> Sound like rain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, everything, everything like came, like came together perfectly, and so that kind of leads to our discussion today. Um, we're talking about God's purpose versus our mission, and so one thing that I was like clouded on going on the going through before this week is that: Am I working on my time? Am I working on like things that I think should happen, or is this part of God's? God's purpose and so it seemed like it was a few weeks where it was like things were up and down I didn't know the direction that things was going to go or whatever with this plan and I was contemplating if this was like my purpose or if this is part of God's plan and Ayla I was talking I actually talked to your mom about it when you was on the phone um with her a couple of days ago and I was like I don't I had to like I had to like go check myself to make sure that I was on track you know that I didn't do something wrong or I missed a step or I missed opportunity but as far as like when you're moving and you're in this in the position where like things don't seem like it's going your way how do you know if you're working in god's purpose or you're just working on your and your mission well actually god's purpose is our mission and when i was when i was reading ephesians Mm -hmm. and paul is talking about uh, living christian living and how the church uh, how we should be in the church. He he talks about God's purpose is to bring salvation to the world. That's number one. And so whatever I'm doing, does that fit to God's plan instead of God? I'm fitting God's and God into my plan because what what I'm doing now, the the seminars and all that stuff. It's very easy for me to say, okay, I'm doing this and I'm doing this. God bless this. God, you know, yeah. make this happen. That's doing my will and trying to bring God into it instead of, number one, the primary focus is to bring salvation. So what am I doing that will shine the light on God through my seminars, through my speaking, through the way I'm living, you know, and all that? So through your planning process of like putting stuff together and figuring out what you want to do, how does that, how do you implement God into that? Especially with something with like karate where it's more like, let me overcome and beat up this guy. No, um, because there's that different aspects to the martial arts. One is the discipline aspect of it, uh, the physical fitness aspect of it, the sport aspect of it, and there's certain things that I do not teach in the Ishinru style, which is the Okinawan uh, style of uh, martial arts. And because uh, the symbolism mm. that involves with it and 
and looking at it as a Christian is the reason why I don't teach it. Like what? Can we get an example? Yes, because the symbol is a lady that's a half lady, half dragon. She has an open palm and a closed palm. She has there's three stars there, and those stars mean something. The open hand means something. The closed fist means something. And by her being a half dragon, that means something. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I don't teach that uh, because it's a it's a it's a, it's a goddess, mm. and and I know who I serve. And a lot of the Japanese culture and customs, I don't teach. I make it available, and I talked about it before because. If I'm teaching the Japanese culture, when a lot of my students or, or participants don't know their culture. Mm. So why would I teach a foreign culture when they don't know theirs? Is that hard for you being in that, in that field where it could be that type of symbolism that can go against what you believe? Only if you in, uh, indulge in it, mm. it, can, it can be. Because for me to learn movement, footwork... Uh, balance, discipline, mm-hmm. and, and all that. I don't need those things as the half woman, half serpent. Oh, okay. You know, I don't, I'm not into Buddhism or Hinduism. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't, I don't pray to Buddha. You yeah. Know? But in the Japanese culture, they do. Yeah. And so I'm very careful about that. Can that, can that concept apply to other ranges or other areas in life as far as like stepping in an environment where it may not be um it may not be in the position to like i don't know show god that's not in god's favor is that is that still can i still apply like can i step in another rank realm of the world and pull out the good and insert christianity in it or should you just stay away from like areas like that well that depends on your maturity because if you're a new Christian, if you're weak in the word, you you you're a novice, and mm-hmm. and and when your relationship with Christ, you could be swayed. You could be, and you think about Paul. You know, Paul was a, a Hebrew of Hebrews, and he actually hunted down Christians and and uh, and and imprisoned them, and killed them. And he was there when Stephen was stoned to death mm-hmm. in the in the Book of Acts, and so God. Not only did he have that zeal for Judaism, when he had that Damascus Road uh, intervention with Christ, God used that zeal in an opposite way for his glory. And so some of the things that that we do before our relationship, before our knowledge of Christ, um, that zeal we had for doing those things that wasn't of God, that zeal still can be used, maybe not the 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 conduct or the mindset yeah. or the thought process, but the zeal for getting things done for him, mm. you know, can stay the same. So if you know his purpose, you know, when we know his purpose, that should be our mission. Mm. I know we've talked about it before, and how did you guys determine what your purpose in this life was? Because I know, like... Everyone has a different path. Everyone has a different story or whatnot. But when, if you if you know, how, how did you come to terms that okay, you know what, this is why God has me here on earth? And do you know why? No, I don't think I can just say I, I know exactly why. That 
I mean, the purpose would be if if I came to Christ and I'm a believer in Christ, the purpose would be what God has mm-hmm. intended for me. That yeah. would be my purpose here. Does that I don't know what that necessarily is yet. I've seen how he's worked in my life and how he's made me work mm-hmm. as for him in those ways. Mm-hmm. But to say like, oh, this is my whole life purpose. No, I don't have that yet. Well, if you this you say you see how he's worked in your life, wouldn't that be kind of in, intuitive of your purpose? Yeah. And that's what I'm saying is that I've seen that. I've, I've seen how he's made me work in ways for him. Mm-hmm. I've seen my role in situations, but to say that that is my overall like purpose, I don't know if I could say that. Oh, interesting. Dad, what about you? Um, the the process, and, and I'm always in awe, in awe of God, and <clears throat> and after reading and studying, and um, and how He calls people, um. Is is fascinating because my environment was not that of 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 a biblical one or relationship with him through a church or through the word, but yet I have a zeal for studying his word, want to know more about him, and so and understanding through trial and error, trying things based on the word, and then I took that the the survey and. And it came up uh, preaching, teaching, and evangelism. And and me, knowing who I was, I didn't conversate with people. I understand that my purpose is is to teach and, and evangelize. Can your purpose change? Like right now, that's what it is. You think you can switch switch roles? If God switches. So it's, it's not based on what I want to do. And some people think that they can ask for you know the the gift or uh, but that's not what the word says. It says as he determines, as it says in Ephesians, yeah, he determined. Doesn't also say to seek the other gifts in the Bible. Hmm? Doesn't it also say seek the other gifts. He said Bible? seek uh, prophecy. Yeah, that's what he wrote to the Corinthians because basically it's given the word and and basically it's the gospel. Because that's the the gospel is what saves. It's the power of God based on Romans. It's, it's the power of God into salvation. I think I'm starting to understand my purpose just from all the different things I've been trying. Um, but I do wonder because, like, if we would have had this conversation, like, what am I? I'm going to be, t- I'm 27. Yeah, if we would have had this conversation when I was, like, 18 to 20, I'd have been like, yeah, I know what my purpose is, and it would have been something totally different. So that's why I asked if you think your purpose can change. And, well, then again. Your knowledge of it could change. What you think it is instead of what God is. So how do you actually know what your purpose is? Like, if you can have the knowledge, if you have what your what your knowledge level is at that moment, you think it's this, how do you know if you're actually operating in your purpose? Well, I can tell you what with mine is is by studying and fellowshipping with with other believers in the word and then doing different ministries. And that's how I came about with mine because I was I was at one church. I was on a trustee uh, on the trustee board um, I was on the evangelism team, uh, greeters, um, the uh, altar counselor. You was a greeter. Yeah. 
I mean, all it is is just saying hi to folks, you know. <laughs> I wasn't in the ministry, but, you know. I used to be if I there. walked into a church and you was there greeting, I'm turning around walking out. I said, good, because it won't <laughs> cost me no money. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, so it's just trying out different ministries. And then uh, when I started teaching, you know, and, and I never thought I would be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking, I, I never thought I would be able to do that. Mm-hmm. But it's based on what God has given me and me understanding. Uh, that's what I what I do. So you know how I said I can't do wrong? Oh, here it, we it's go. Not, I'm not going into that, but I'm just bringing up that concept, okay? We both can. Relax, relax, relax. We should have that button. Yeah. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> That's not what I'm going to. I'm saying okay. like, okay, well, off of that thought process, I feel like I could be wrong and delaying my progress if I believe my purpose is one thing and not operating it in, in it. So you say that I think my uh, purpose is to teach and evangelize and minister and i'm doing all these different things now it, or i guess okay my question is can your purpose be seasonal like your purpose right now is this for this season and then as you upgrade or level up in life or whatever your purpose in a different environment could change well when you say you, your purpose and, and when you say that i automatically go to the primary purpose that God wants salvation for the world. Yeah. And so he works through us. You mean our I guess, gifts? Are you talking specifically about our gifts? I mean, I mean, like, because that is our ultimate purpose, right? Yeah. Is to bring knowledge of Christ and whatever. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, I might be, yeah, I think I, I'm talking more like our gifts. Can I, and, but I know those can change. So I guess that's not the best question. Well, uh, okay. You're talking about what you're doing, okay, outside of the primary of salvation. Yes, what okay. I'm doing, yes, yeah. Okay, because like Paul, Paul was a tent maker. Not even so much as like this, this, the physical, like, I don't know, just like, I guess what I'm about to say is physical kind of, but I'm saying my purpose right now is to t- teach and minister, right, okay. in my realm. If whatever reason that i'm not in this environment anymore and i'm somewhere else doing something could my purpose in that situation change go ahead go ahead no no, go ahead i was was just saying that the purpose doesn't i and that's why i think when i phrased it my way when i answered my question is that like the purpose doesn't change and it's the gifts that are given to you already and i don't think the gifts necessarily change either but it's in what capacity they're used yeah. So, so, so the example I guess I could give is like I played football, right? I played football at this school where I was a starter. You know, I played this position. I had this attribute for this offense or defense or whatever I'm at. I tra- I transfer schools and they have a different set of skills that's already there. So instead of me being a starter, I'm now like a, a backup or whatever. That's kind of how I mean with like moving through your purpose and your gifts. Is that like how it is? When you move through different scenes in life with your purpose and gifts? I don't – I think you might be mixing it because Maybe. Your, your purpose, you know, as far as God is concerned, is to bring salvation in his word. Okay? Yeah. I don't think that's changing. Now, in your spiritual gift that he gives you, I I think that don't change. 
But what, what like what, what Ayla said is like the capacity that you're using it could change. It it could go to go to Colossians three, chapter three, verse twenty three, and, and read that. Read verse twenty three. Okay. And I, and I think that may 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 help. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. I actually have this up on the gym. Yeah. Um, not for human masters. Since you know that you will receive an inherent inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord Christ you are serving. So it says whatever you do. Okay. So your whether it's your primary purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, to bring salvation and, and exemplify Christ and whatever you do, and and that is the purpose. And said, whatever you do in work or deed, do it as working for the Lord, not men. And you know, this was a gut check for me, um, especially coming into this year. We had did the podcast talking about like our year goals or whatever, and I reflected on some things that I've done up to that point. And I was like, I can't honestly say in every aspect of doing things, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, whatever, it's the gym, it's notifications, whatever it is, I've given full effort into mm-hmm. it. And so, like, our life, our daily life, I give full effort into the gym. I give about, like, <laughs> 90%. Um, and then no negations, as far as, like, making sure everything's rolling, I'd probably get, like, 40 And so... Um, going into the year, that's what I was talking about. Like, that's what I kind of said without really saying it is that I didn't feel like I was giving full effort into it because I don't know, I was doing, doing, saying stuff because I'm tired or I don't feel like doing it or whatever. And so I said some like mental things for myself in this year that it has to get done in these certain time frames. Because I think about it, I was thinking about like in school, like when I was in school, if it wasn't for a due date, it has to be here and turned in by this time. I wasn't worried about it, you know? So that's kind of how I set myself now is that, like, I have a due date with God. And if I'm saying that I'm on this earth for God's purpose, that means everything I step foot in based off of this scripture should be for God's purpose. So I should be giving full effort towards that. So I act like God is my professor. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I have to have a due date for this. So these videos, so that's why, like, y'all are watching us on YouTube right now because I have a date for you know, getting things edited and done. That's why on our page, we actually had some posts this week because I made sure things, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, I can't give effort in just our the, our relationship. I can't give just effort into the gym and I can't just give effort into you no know, negations. If I've had my foot in it, if God has allowed me to be in this space or have the opportunity to do it, why not give the full effort in that space? And why not do it as working for the Lord? After I do the show notes, y'all go and look at the show notes because I do all that show notes. <laughs> See that? This, y'all don't even look this at how it. I feel, this is yeah. how I feel about the show notes. <laughs> I already know it. <laughs> We've been here. Yeah. But, but like even on the post, yeah. if, if nobody else liked the post, it at least should be three likes. That, okay, I guess that's true. <laughs> <laughs> if all the different countries... That listen to this podcast and we thank you all. <laughs> it should be at least three. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. I don't think I like the last post actually when I think about it. I post I don't think let me go check. <laughs> yeah, we should at least have three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to check right now. Out of I'm all not... the countries, Italy, Japan, Germany, I'm Malaysia. Not... Okay. They got a post. <laughs> India. You know. <laughs> 
It should be at least three. <laughs> Just go to the like. So I'm on here. Where else? Oh, I did like it, bet. Okay. I like that. Oh, you yeah, good this week. Yeah. Oh, we solid. I like both of them. We we straight for this week. <laughs> but, that, but that's the thing. Um, when it says whatever you do, mm-hmm. uh, I don't I don't care if you're an Uber driver. I don't care if you're a construction worker. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're an educator, you know, a ditch digger. Whatever you do, do it as working for the Lord. And... Um, uh, Reverend Watson gave a great, uh, told a great story about a guy who God blessed him with income today, uh, <clears throat> income, and he was helping a person that really wasn't engaged in doing right or being um, ethical in his work and getting uh, for certain benefits. But this guy, because God blessed him with the money, he gave him a lot of concessions to keep his job. And and that's the type of stuff. And see, maybe that guy that he talked about don't realize at that time that was a blessing from God. But the people that watched him do that mm-hmm. may see it. And so sometimes we focus so, so much on the individuals who we're talking to, who we're trying to bless, who we're trying to pour into. And that person may not accept it at that time. That was me. It took years later because the people that shared the gospel with me don't know that I accepted Christ down the road. Mm-hmm. I was in Japan when a guy gave me the gospel. Mm-hmm. I didn't accept it. I was coming back from Japan <clears throat> out on the street. A guy was giving the gospel, but he doesn't know I accept it. But the people that uh, around me see it, you know, mm-hmm. and I can be a blessing for them. And sometimes we so focus on the individual and, and God saying, look, you just plant a seed. Them accepting in the time they accept, that's up to him. So I understand that he's God and I'm not. Do you actually remember, dude, from the airport, like what he was saying? Is that like when you gave your life to Christ and I don't know, a couple of days later, he was you like, oh, my gosh. No, remember this, the dude in the airport? I was like, no, this was years later. And I, those two I remembered. I remember it was a sergeant and, and he was I'm I'm sitting at the desk because I was on duty and he asked me, are you are you a Christian? I said, yeah. He said, what makes you a Christian? Then my bottom lip got the jiggling. <laughs> I would love to see a speechless Daryl <clears throat> Sullen senior. Yeah, because I believe in God. I say, well, the devil believes in God, you know? Yeah. And, and, and then true. when I'm That's coming right. back, this guy standing in the media of LAX airport. He had a small Bible in his hand and he said, Jesus is coming back. You got to give your life, repent from sin. And, and I thought about that. So when I got saved, I remembered them, but see, they don't, they don't know that I accepted Christ. They don't know the stuff that I'm doing in ministry. They don't know how I honor God, but it's going to be counted unto them for righteousness because they planted the seed even though they didn't see it. Do you know that's how, how many of the Old Testament prophets and patriarchs are? They looked ahead and never got to see it. Yeah. They looked towards the cross. We're looking back to the cross. Mm-hmm. Dang, so should I go stand up? <laughs> 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 no, I'm kidding. But wait, wait, is it bad that we're looking back at the cross? 
No, because we see Jesus yeah. for what he did for us. Okay. Even in my sins, he did that for me. Should we be looking forward to Jesus coming back? Like looking, not forward, but looking forward yes. to like. Yes, to the day he comes back. Because there, when he comes back, if you accepted him, if you understand that you don't accept the sin, what he like, you like, what he dislike, you dislike, mm-hmm. and he comes back for you. You're going to be with him in paradise. Someone told me um, the other day that I was a hard worker. I was like, no, I'm not. I think I'm pretty lazy. Um, you know what I'm scared of? I'm not scared of dying. But I, I, w- I am nervous to die. And then, you know, I'm talking to God. And then, and God's like, well, you had all these chances to do this, that, mm-hmm. and the third. And you didn't capitalize on them. That's what I'm scared of. And so when the person was like, you aren't. You are a hard worker. All I think about is all the stuff that I slacked on and then the stuff that could be judged on. I'm like, nah, I'm not a hard worker. Because like I said, like it, things could be a better. And I know things could always be better, but things could be a lot better and a lot smoother if I put a little more oomph into things. And so that's one thing that I am scared of. And I think that's what motivates me to do, even do the little things that I have now is that one – I have a family to take care of. There's another one on the way. And two, that like I don't want to die and God be like, look, you had all these opportunities in front of you that I've, I've blessed you with. And I think I'm a smart guy. I think I think God blessed now, me with a big debatable. brain. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hater. <laughs> uh, I think God blessed me with a big brain. And I'm, I have the brain that I want to like create and do different things. And I don't want to die and God be like, you've had these opportunities. You had this thought process here on earth. You had these gifts here on earth and you refuse to use them. Whether it's like physical, emotional, whatever it is. That's what I that's what I probably would say I'm I'm afraid of. You know, most most Christians don't even think like you just what you just explained. Well dad, I like to say I'm a complicated guy. <clears throat> well <laughs> and the reason I say that, because everybody is you know, Jesus is love and God loves and but he is coming based on what it says in Revelation. There will be judgment for those who did not accept him, did not accept his son, who who called sin good and called was good bad. You know, and so you have to have a balance in understanding that, that you, you just can't say all he's loved, but he said he's coming back as a lion. Mm-hmm. When he was here, he was a lamb. He's coming back as the lion. I have a question for you. Yes. What did you guys do to me? <laughs> what, when we found you at the step uh, <laughs> uh, uh, by the escalator in Las Vegas? <laughs> no. Uh, but listen, listen, so like um, I played in this flag football game again over the weekend. And okay. I was driving past the exit, and it says Painesville up there. And I struck the memory I had in high school. So mom had went out of town for something, and it was just you at home. And usually when it's just you at home and I'm out, you're like, I have to be back in this house by midnight. There was no if, ands, or buts. 12.01, you're late. You're in trouble. So I, so that was the case with this. And I remember I went over to like one of my friend's house or whatever, and we was all hanging out. And we yeah. went. What? Never mind. What? Go ahead. No, keep going. I didn't do nothing crazy. Okay, keep going. Yeah, okay. I, I always be played by the rules so we went to this friend's house and then we were like oh let's go get something to eat for whatever reason we went out to denny's but it was like near painesville and i remember seeing that exit and 
the time was getting close. It was like 11 o'clock. And I know like that area was like, you know, 30 minutes away from the house. And so I don't know. I, when we're eating, I'm like shoving food down my throat. I'm trying to move real fast because I knew I had to be home by 12. I did not want to come to the house at 12.01. And I remember I flew in. I got into the house at 12, came downstairs. You were sitting there watching some classic football game or whatever. And I'm like, okay, I'm good. He didn't say nothing. <laughs> and I went upstairs. But I, I bring that situation up because I've always had that mindset of not wanting to really disappoint y'all and not wanting to get in trouble. And I think that's what kept me out of trouble and kept me on a path of always trying to progress. What did you guys do to me? I don't understand the question. Why am I like that? Because there's other people that I communicate with. There's other people that have, like, they're okay with rebelling a couple of times. They're okay. Mm -hmm. I was not, I've always would sweat. Like, even, like, coming over to the house, if I I talk to mom, it's so innocent. Like, we're not doing nothing but just chilling, watching a movie, or just hanging out. I'm like, mom, we'll be there around, like, four. And it we're coming up on five. I pull up the GPS. Like I'm, I'm kind of sweating, even though it's not that big of a deal. Why am I like that? What did you guys do to me? <laughs> well, you're gonna understand it more as Des and Peanut 2.0 get older. <laughs> you know, and and when when God tells us to train up a child in the way they should go, I, to the best of my ability based on God's word and his strength through the, through the Holy Spirit, tried to set those examples for you because I don't know if you're going to be rebellion or not. Yeah. I don't know that. And you don't know the way you guys don't know what Des is going to do. Mm-hmm. But you want to give them every advantage to adopt those things. Why? Because it's not just me. It's a legacy that we're passing on. And understanding from reading the Old Testament, what blows my mind is that, you know, like Joseph, Joseph was second command in Egypt. But after Joseph, there was another Pharaoh that was crazy, that Mm -hmm. was wretched, didn't accept God. And so you never know how you're going to affect the generation. So you want to do everything that you can. That's to say, write it upon the doorpost, discuss it at mealtimes. You know, when we have conversations, even now, when we talk about God and this principle at the mealtime, that's what you need to do. So why? Because you want to give them the best example not to be swayed by somebody out there influenced by Satan to go the opposite way and adopt the things of the world. Yeah. One, one thing I was telling Ayla was like, I I am fearful of mom and dad, but I'm not scared of you, if that makes sense. like That's how you're supposed to be with God. Mm-hmm. Like I have like. I have a healthy fear of respect for y'all. So I know how far I can go when I mess with y'all until I'm like, you know what? I got I to gotta stop because it's going to go bad. <laughs> so, but I don't know. I just, I was thinking about that literally yesterday. I was like, dang, I remember like I, I was stressing sitting in Denny's. Like I got to get home. So I, re- I remember that doing the same thing, the same thing with, with my parents. You're supposed to be somewhere, and I'm like, man, you're looking at the clock, and, yeah. and, and it ain't going to go well if I don't do it. I don't know. know. Like, even like, you're supposed to teach obedience. <clears throat> like That's part of like what it tells us to do is to teach obedience because if you teach obedience to you as a parent, you're teaching obedience also to God. Yeah, but it's not even the teaching of obedience that was for me. It was the fact that I felt like I had to 
like be listen obedient. to them. Yeah, like be obedient. I know, but like it's different because you can teach. Uh, like uh, half my friends got taught what to do and what not to do, but it seemed like out of everyone I was around, for the most part, I felt like I had to follow the rules. Like I never done anything stepping out crazy at all in high school. Like everybody else around me was. It's because. It wasn't because of what they did was like enticing or whatever. It was just like I just didn't want my parents to find out and me get in trouble. And so I was more scared of like them being disappointed versus um me like getting into whatever. And if you notice that your friends that I know, they had to buy by my rules on my house too if they were here. Yeah, he low key snapped on one of my friends one time. <laughs> Shout out to you. You know who you are for coming in at two in the morning. <laughs> oh man. But but you know, I mean that is we have a standard mm-hmm. as as a as a Christian and, and I've been thinking about this uh for some time now. It keeps coming up. I might put it in, in, in uh to pen the paper. But we have a standard. Mm-hmm. And it's certain things that as Daryl Sullins Sr., I don't do mm-hmm. because that's not what Christians do. Mm-hmm. There's things that Frank Robert Sullins Jr. wouldn't allow me to do. Mm-hmm. And, and, and in my house, there's certain things that I don't allow go on in my house. Mm-hmm. And that's a standard. But what we see today is the lowering of those standards because they are adopting the political climate. They're adopting the social climate, you know, and all these different things out there. And like it says in Mark, it says you're quick to set aside the commandments of God to stick to the tradition of men. Mm-hmm. And that's not what God wants. I have a question. <clears throat> it's a challenging question. And this is no jokes. Would you compromise? I'm laughing, but it's not a joke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Guess I know he's gonna say something slick. <laughs> but listen, okay, no jokes. <laughs> I okay, here we go. Because he know the answer. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I do. Half the, I feel like half the podcast is me asking questions I know half the answers to. But listen, okay, here we go. Mm. <laughs> Would you ever compromise your standards to save a child, to save me, to save Tori? Would you ever compromise your standards to save a child? In which, which one? Are you? <laughs> which one are you? <laughs> but you know how, like, you know how, like, you say you have a certain standard for like your household. You have a st- some th- certain things that you will not do and some things you will do. <clears throat> like you have a standard for living. You have a standard. Would you ever compromise that standard to save me or Tori? Save you from what? I don't know. I I feel like that's I mean, that's a that's a that's a good question to yeah, ask, it's, but it's, like it's that's tough to, you know, to answer that question because see, right now it's calm, it's peace. It's nothing going on. But when you're faced with that, your adrenaline going, you're, you're scared, you, you know, you, you're, you're fearful, you don't know what you do. Mm-hmm. But as far as I, I can say, you know, based on, on God's word and through his strength, because through my strength, my own, my own, oh, I would compromise a lot of stuff mm-hmm. if it was just me. Yeah. You know, and I think that's the difference. And that's how God 
strengthened us and empower us through the Holy Spirit. That's why he said, walk in the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we have to be cognitive of that. I have two examples I guess I can bring it to life. Okay, so the first one is this. Let's say someone kills me and you know who did it. Are you compromising your standards to save me? Does that make sense? Like, would you go and, like, get that guy? I take the fifth. You know what? We're going to take it off of Tory. We're going to take it off of me and put on Tory. No, you might. <laughs> no, no. Well, well I, I pray that I'm not faced with that. Um, you, you, you know me. And, um, yeah, I, I do not want to be faced with, with that. Um, through the through the power of of God, I pray that I could forgive. Mm-hmm. You know, I pray that I I could. Yeah, that's. I think that in that situation would be my down. Like, I could. I wouldn't want to seek to hurt that person. Like, mm-hmm. I think I would. Have I didn't enough. say that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. But, but in general, in that in that situation, I think I'd have enough control to not try to hurt that person but the forgiveness would be the hard part for me you know why Ayla say that because I got a life insurance policy (laughs) 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 that's why she oh that's a win-win situation I'm sorry he's gone what can I do about it (laughs) no I just know that that's like a hard thing that like yeah I I wouldn't do Mm -hmm. I think that's an easier thing for me not to do yeah but the forgiveness part would be hard for me because that's mm-hmm. mental in a way. Like, yeah. it's like it's yeah. like I have to come to that point, and I don't know. And see, with me, I I can't say I pray that God will strengthen me not to be physical with them. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I wouldn't be, <laughs> you know. Yeah, <laughs> I, and I'm just being real. Yeah, you so know. Here's my- like you said, <laughs> like you said, you said if it smack you on. The, one cheek turning off from the other. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm coming with a spinning hill cook. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know what's funny about that, Dad? Because I know what a spinning hill kick is, so I know exactly what that looked like. But the people that don't know, just look what it's spinning. Because when you, with the direction that you slap, you just go keep going and come back with a heel. <laughs> That's hilarious. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> Oh, man. He said he's going to baptize him with a heel. <laughs> okay, but here's the second scenario. And this one um, is a little bit different, I guess. And let's say that um, I started, like, selling drugs and I got caught up with the wrong crowd. I'm getting mad already. <laughs> <laughs> let's say I started selling drugs. I got caught up with the wrong crowd and I needed a place to come back to. And I come here. And I was like, hey, I'm trying to stay here. Would you compromise your standard and let me stay here? As long as you seeking help. Mm. But I cannot allow certain things in my house mm-hmm. and I can't allow that to affect everybody else in my house. You know, um, it could affect Tori that Tori start doing that. You mm. understand what I'm saying? Or Tori be put in danger. Re- yeah, yeah, repercussions right. from whatever he already did or is doing. Right. And so it is it, it depends. Are are you seeking truly exceed seeking help you know because i would do everything i can to help you but i would not allow anything that's going to put in danger or upset 
um, or bring some outside entity or spirit in my house. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll love you from a distance. Dang. Very much my thought processes as well. You know that. Hey, but you see, the thing is with y'all, y'all won't even get that close with me. Y'all just gone. <laughs> wait, this is, oh, wait, Ayla, what would you do? That's You know what I would do. No, like, no, 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 like, no. If I was, what would you, would you allow me to come back to the house? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you took too long. <laughs> well, well, yeah, would not was not the answer I was contemplating. Um, oh, she would take you out. <laughs> <laughs> Insurance no. money. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, <clears throat> if I've actually thought about this, not in the specific what? Not in this, <laughs> not in the specific oh. circumstance. Uh, like, but like you heard this going. Where's those insurance? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not in the specific circumstance. But like, if you were unfaithful to me, what mm-hmm. I would do in that situation? Oh boy, I'm a drug dealer, and I, I am looking for a place to stay. Or I guess I stay there. But you find out I sell drugs. You're my husband. Yes, everything's still the same. I just sell drugs, and I and I'm like staying in the house. What would you do? Um, no. If like you like your dad said, I would have the same thought process because listen, we have kids. We have kids. We have peace to be in our home. And my thought process would go to whatever you're doing outside of our home, you're not thinking about us. Mm. You're not thinking about our safety. I don't care if your excuse is, oh, I'm trying to make money. There's many other ways to make money. You're not thinking about our safety. You're not thinking about your safety. And your safety is imperative for our house to run. So you don't care. That's where my thought process goes. And if you want to be in our household and keep a a family with me and the promises that we've made to each other, you need to have the commitment to our relationship. Mm. You say it, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Two snaps up. (laughs) I guess I got to reconsider things that I thought about doing in the future. (laughs) But that can be devastating. Uh, and, And how many times have you seen families and households um, disrupted because of stuff like that. Yeah. You know, you keep allowing that yeah. back in into the house. You and know, not to say you don't love that person. Yeah, and it's not to say I, I don't love you or I wouldn't want you to get help. I wouldn't just abandon you or, or like whatever, but if you did not make the effort to try to get better and not bring that into our house, then there would be a problem. Man, he got scared. <laughs> <laughs> Do, is it okay that I got the gym a little? Or am I going to come home and my stuff is out on the line? <laughs> oh, man. Okay, but um, here's my takeaway for this episode. Um, my takeaway is this, is that God has a purpose for us all. And whatever season that we're in, we constantly have to be searching for or make sure we're staying in the purpose of like bringing the word of Christ to other people and using our spiritual gifts. The one that's purposeful in that moment and that if that's if that makes sense um yeah i think that's my that's my takeaway for this episode um we've gone so many places i feel like in this conversation yeah like how do we get to drug dealers like how do i get there (laughs) i don't really know um i think 
my takeaway in this conversation is always it's always imperative to seek what God wants of us. And you can do that by reading. Like he tells us very plainly what he wants of us. Um, and then also just staying in relationship with him. And like you said, fellowship, because it, it helps keep you accountable in that way to to keep seeking and to keep going towards what God wants of us. That's my takeaway. You know, it, you know, I, I think this is a, a great topic. You know, God's purpose is our mission. Um, of course you would say that because you came up with the topic. This week. No, it, <laughs> it's because I have certain people in mind and, and talking about that. Mm-hmm. Because just like you said, you, you wouldn't want to face me and your mom, you know, for doing something. And there's, there's, there's that. I didn't want to with my studies and the ministry and what I'm doing, I can't face you guys after going through all this stuff and then doing something that would jeopardize that. And you look at me and say, didn't you trust God in that? And then the group of guys who I study with, you know, and see, I study with a group of guys that's not going to pull no punches. You know, they're not going to give me the cotton candy and, and say, okay, you, you made a mistake. No, they said, you sin. And, you know, they'll call it what it is. And so if we keep that in mind, you know, if you can take that away, it's about God's judgment that you don't want to face. Yes, he's a loving God, but you don't want to face his judgment mm-hmm. for, for <clears throat> a, accepting and adopting a sinful life and a sinful living and, and doing the things that society said is okay and agreeing with that. Mm. Boom. Well, that does it for this episode of the No Negations Podcast. We want to thank you for tuning in to another episode. If you like what you heard, make sure you su- su- subscribe to hear our upcoming discussions. If you want information about this topic or others, go to www.nonegations.com. There you can review or print our show note transcripts. They're great for personal Bible studies or group Bible studies. And if you like what you heard today, look for that review button, click it, and leave us a review. Tell us what you loved about this episode or which episode you heard was your favorite. You can also suggest future topics that you want us to discuss. And you can support us financially by ordering any of our notifications apparel or by donating. It helps us reach our monthly goals, buy new equipment, and provide good content. If you are in or near the Canton, Ohio area, you can purchase our apparel at Blended, located in Belden Village Mall. It's right next door to Macy's, so check us out. And if you're in search of a community of like-minded people growing in their faith, we invite you to join the No Negation social media community on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. We would love to have you join us. So, until next time, remember, seek God first and never give up. Deuces.